0: Great. We are ready to go. It is the Frady Cat Podcast. My name is Kelly McFarlane. And I'm Carolyn Plummer. And I just put two mints in my mouth. I'm sorry. We have all the power. I could have not pressed record, but instead, I sound like a good timey wise guy. That's all right. With two mints in my mouth. But I needed them. I have a little bit of an upset belly. Oh. Yeah. Well... Mint
1: away, my friend. Mint. Mint away. What's going on? What's new? I can do the talking for a while. Um, you know, same old, same old. Got in a car accident. I don't even say got in a car accident. I got hit by somebody. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, you were just driving. So that happened last week. and uh, Tell everyone you're okay. I'm okay. I couldn't turn my neck for two days because I have an existing whiplash injury situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, but now I can turn my neck all the ways you're supposed to, not all the way around like an exorcist. No. That Kelly doesn't like to talk about. I hate that. Um, oh, I read today online, Kelly, you'll be interested in this. Yes, Carolyn. They're making a Conjuring 3. Stop. Well, it's a spinoff of The Conjuring movies with Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. And this one is about Annabelle. It's the third Annabelle movie. Get
0: out of here. Why do we need so many Annabelle movies? Because
1: it's fascinating. She's a possessed doll, but it talks about their museum in Connecticut. Uh-oh. That's where it starts. And the same people are in it. The hot, hot red-headed guy. I can't think of his name. I don't know things. I don't um, watch those movies. I don't like them. I can't. Right. But Ed and Lorraine Warren, we've talked about before. Yeah, I know the who podcast. they are. Yeah. And, um... They're usually based in Connecticut because that's where they were from. And yeah. They spoke at my school when I went to Plymouth State, which is sure, sure. awesome. And, um... Yeah, so they're making an Annabelle 3, so put that on your no, thanks. list of movies oh, to go see. I'm all P- sad. Possessed
0: dolls. Have you heard about this new show that's on Netflix that's making people pass out and throw up because it's so stressful Is it scary. The Haunting
1: of Hill House? It sure is. That's the one I brought up to you before. I binge-watched it last week. Did you
0: really? How oh, was I'm, it?
1: It's excellent.
0: How could you binge-watch it? Because, Honestly, tell me. I mean, that's not me being funny or there's cheeky seven or
1: episodes trying to be cute. It's There's seven episodes, and the Patriots weren't playing till 820. <laughs> okay. And that's why my apartment smells... <laughs> it's fine. We're but in Carolyn's apartment today. I wasn't going to watch all of it, but Henry Thomas is in it. Okay. From E.T. fame. Okay. Um, he plays the father when they're children growing up in the haunted house. And then Timothy Hutton plays the oh. same character grown up.
0: I do love me some Timothy Hutton. Yeah. So the
1: acting was really good. Okay. Uh, it's a Shirley Jackson story. So she's a famous author. She wrote yeah. The Haunting of Hill House. It's been made
0: like four times. Can I think you now. tell our listeners the story of The Haunting of Hill House? It's based on a true story, right?
1: I don't think so. Good. I don't know that for uh, sure. I
0: don't but want it to be. I do
1: know that it's it's a story of a haunted house, but there's another whole story underneath that that I don't want to give away. But I will say this the Netflix series is really well done. Okay. Uh The Haunting of Hill House, the original movie which was made in like nineteen sixty two. Yeah. Is hella scary for nineteen sixty two. It's still scary now. Okay. Because there's ghosts and the filming that they did at that time was stuff that you didn't like the framing of the yeah. movie itself. Um and this is really well done. Because it's oh. subtle. It's not You don't
0: want to watch There's it. no
1: possessions, Kelly. It's,
0: I, it's not just that. I It's don't, a
1: it's a typical ghost story like Jumpy. But you get to know the characters in this. Yeah. And each character, there's development and why these people are the way they are as adults. Okay. And what happened to them as children. It's terrifying, fascinating, but it takes you on a complete ride. It's really good. That's why I binge-watched it. Because I was like, I'll just watch one more episode. It's 52 minutes. <laughs> you know, and then by the time, I was like, well, there's only one left, so I'll just watch the last one. So, that's why I'm
0: drinking coffee. That is so true about Netflix, mm. Netflix, because I can't, once I get going, um, also Amazon, any of those where you can have the whole season. Well, I'll, and like Hulu makes you wait. So yeah. the Stephen King series that was on there. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Um that. Castle Rock? Oh my god. I haven't watched it yet. I'm I want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. So Castle Rock made you wait a week.
1: Yeah. So it was well, that's like
0: Well, that time i was like that too. Yeah. So yeah. it's like
1: a TV show where you're like you get a week to recover and kind of think yeah. about it and then you come back and you're like, "Ooh, ooh, it's time for a new episode." <laughs> oh, but this one, they gave them all to you and I was like, it was so compelling (laughs) i just kept watching they john legend it they gave it all but i would i would recommend it to anybody that likes a good ghost story story. that's not gonna keep you it's not gonna keep you up at night but it's gonna make you you don't know that no it's not that oh oh they're probably coming here
0: so carolyn's apartment building (laughs) is perpetually being visited by firemen which is why we record here because me, ow. No, I don't know. Um no, but the fire station's like a block away. Yeah, it's not far. So um They have come here a lot in the last I just three binge months. watched and this isn't scary, but I've been binge watched a few shows. I just binge watched uh Forever with Maya Rudolph and Oh, I Fred was thinking that Judy Bloom's Book thing, yeah you know the, the mini series it's a like, mini series are you about, watching it on life it's a coming of age no uh yeah i just watched that and that's interesting uh it's an interesting concept and i think it's really well written and i liked it a lot i also watched um i'm behind the time so don't don't judge me uh we're very busy people fleabag these are on amazon you have my passwords no, you can't do it that way. I tried. Uh, oh. Amazon's different. Oh, yeah, you have to have a membership. Well,
1: you have to kind of, you don't have to have a membership, but you have to set someone up with their own account mm. and make it like a family account, and mm. I'm not going to, because I try to use my sisters. That does seem like a lot of effort to do that for you. Yeah, because <laughs> I have Prime through someone else
0: but um, <laughs> My brother has me on oh, Prime. Oh yeah,
1: so I get half the Prime benefits, but I don't get all the Prime.
0: Benefits. Half the Prime for all the time. So do you get shows?
1: I get free shipping. No, I don't get. Oh, you get free shipping. I get free shipping and like two days shipping and. But you should get the free shows the, the Amazon original. No, because you have to set your own. Price. I got you. You know what yeah. I mean. It, well, it's you can becomes, come over and watch
0: it because it's really good. Well, um, I
1: also watched the horror movie with Tony Collette. Hereditary. Yes. How was it? Because it's, I loved it. It's getting. She's amazing in it. Um, you would hate it. She's always amazing in everything yeah, she does. You would hate it because of the subject matter, but it is creepy. Yeah. It's not your typical horror story either. But there were parts of that that I was like, oh, what's it called? Hereditary. Hereditary. And I don't want to give it away because you'll never figure it out. Oh, well, like, I'm never gonna watch it. You're never gonna it, so watch it.
0: Feel free.
1: But I thought that was good too, but
0: not your typical horror yeah. story again. I mean I'm I am holding steady with American Horror Story. It's also not watching it. It's also super campy, which is why I can do it. Uh you will be happy to know though, I think you might want to consider watching it because guess where we're headed back to? The original house. The original house. I knew that because I happened. read about it. I'll wait for
1: it to come out on like Netflix. And yeah watch it then. Um, I'm not. I have so many shows. I I always start the new fall season by watching the new shows. Yeah, same. Um, and
0: then they slowly drop off as I get bored with them. Or yeah, they suck. So what are some of your new, favorite new fall shows?
1: I like Manifest a lot.
0: Me too. It's, I'm behind. We didn't watch this week yet. It's good. It's, it's good. It's, it's not intriguing. what I thought it. Was. I hope
1: it doesn't end up like Lost and have some dumb ending well
0: you know what i immediately thought but i of? do like it it's it's along the lines of lost if anybody it's along it. the lines of that show we watched that got canceled which one the dome oh under the dome under the dome so we're probably the only two people no the uh, but watched, also watch Yep. Yeah, so maybe like a handful of people watched the show under the dome the book is behind you because i wanted to find oh, out did you how read? it ends i oh, haven't read did it. you find out no. uh and it went through one season and we, two two seasons, and we really. were very faithful. And it got weird. It was very science fictiony, yeah. like because some of Stephen King's books, yeah. like that, like Dreamcatcher gets very. And then science. they stopped. That was it. It was a cliffhanger. She was on a boat, right? Yeah, there were no. Yeah, wait, I think so. Yeah, no, that's a different one. Oh. What's the one we watched? That oh, that was the one where there was the yeah. military
1: was involved. That one,
0: yeah, and the hot guy, yeah, which was, I also think was in Under the Dome. That was um. <laughs> I don't remember what that was called. I don't remember
1: what that was We'll called. find
0: what? out and we'll tell you. We'll find out because we have to remember. Uh, and we also liked the one that was one season. Oh, The Family? Yeah, The Family. I think that could have gone in so many directions. I don't know why people don't like that
1: stuff. I loved that show. Everything I like ends up on another network because yeah. someone picks it up. Or it doesn't get the ratings and it gets canceled and then
0: I, got, I get disappointed because I don't know how it ends. I got... Um, we got that feeling watching Manifest. I was like, "Oh, I have a feeling this is going to be It's the number one.
1: No, it's the number one show. The it's show pretty interesting. NBC. I like it. We'll see if that the tide yeah. changes there, but right yeah. now they're kicking ass. Like, I like Blind Spot a lot. Yeah. And I just watched the first episode this season, and I was like, "Oh, I hope they didn't jump the shark because I didn't really like yeah. the direction they took it in, but they usually surprise you too." But We'll see what happens with that.
0: I'm watching New Amsterdam. I like that. It's good. I like it. Um, this Is Us, if you want to get your cry off. This Is Us, if you want to cry your head off. I'm stockpiling um, the other one that's similar to This Is Oh, us.
1: yeah, A Million. Yeah, A Million
0: <laughs> Reasons or something like yeah. that. I haven't watched that yet because I feel like it's just going to be a sob oh, fest.
1: I know. I haven't watched it either, but I'm interested in it. It's it's ABC's version of This Is Up. Yes.
0: I watched uh, The Connors coming back for their new season without Roseanne. I only
1: watched, I, I DVR'd that episode to find out how they killed her
0: off. It's uh, mm-hmm. opioid. Opioid addiction. Overdose. Um, which, you know what's odd about that is that I watched it last season, full disclosure, a, a little bit like here and there. Mm-hmm. And... That storyline was already there. Right. So it made sense. So I'm like, is this all really just a setup? No. Like, did you set this up? No. So that she could leave the show, you could kill her off, and then... Oh, I don't think so, Kelly. She got dropped by
1: management. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean... I mean, she's got some she's stuff kind of, going yeah, on. She I don't think that...
0: But isn't that funny,
1: though, that they set it up, that she Well, the have writers this... probably got together and said, all right, we're never bringing her back. Yeah. So we have to kill her. What can we do that fits with the storyline? And then someone probably said, I know. Yeah. We can address the opioid addiction and kill her, kill her off. off. And it goes
0: with the storyline. John Goodman is a good said, actor. Print it. Yeah. Do it. Do, do write it. it. Write it up. John Goodman is a great actor. Did he lose a ton of weight? He looks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think so. Because he gained some of it back. Yeah. I don't care. I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. But um, he looks uncomfortable. When he moves sometimes on the show, and I don't know if it's because I think he's getting older too. Yeah, I mean, I
0: I love him. I do too. Laurie Metcalf too, great actress. hilarious, great actress. I mean, I think the show will go on for a while. Yeah, it was good. I watched, I watched, I enjoyed it, but I didn't watch it. I didn't
1: watch any of the episodes. I just wanted to know how they killed her off. Yeah, because I felt like it was topical, and
0: I should know. You should, you should know. And then you fixed your glasses. Yeah, I felt like I should know. I'm in the biz. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and it,
1: the whole thing of how it went about being a comedian and watching yeah. that go down. I mean, it, it's
0: in your consciousness anyway. Mhm. It's a true story. Um, yeah, I'm watching I mean, I love shows. I do too. I I don't want to watch as many as I do, but I can't stop. Well, I'm glad can't I stop, have won't a, stop. I'm
1: glad I have a DVR and then
0: yeah. I can pick and choose the ones I want to watch. When my insomnia kicks in, which is every day, uh I love that I have all these shows to watch. Mm. One might argue I should turn the TV off and that would help me sleep because they say the thing about screens. Yeah, the way Like, too much screen, you know, that's what's keeping us, keeping us all awake. But I'd rather eat a fistful of melatonin and... <laughs> watch my shows and watch my shows and wait for it just to kick in naturally my little, melatonin
1: holiday yes
0: a little uh, f- a fistful of melatonins and a little bit of uh, lavender essential oil on the bottoms of my feet bye-bye good night oh and my white noise machine oh and my earplugs it's a whole thing my mouth guard you know
1: why do you bring a backpack everywhere you go with all
0: those things in? no it's easy to pack it up it's easy to bring it along come along. I had a moment. I was in uh, Virginia Beach last weekend for shows with the ladies of laughter. And uh, I went in a day early just to make sure I didn't have any flight problems or anything because of the hurricane and everything. And uh, realized the night that I got there, I got to the hotel. The hotel was beautiful. And I was wicked psyched to like be in the hotel and relax after traveling all day. And I realized I didn't have my melatonin. So I had to sleep without melatonin. Guess what? It was fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean you're... I took an Atavan, so that helped, but <laughs> I substitute. forgot about that. I substituted. I forgot about it. that until just now. Um, but I did you did my lavender oil on, essential oil on the feet. I swear to you, that is like a thing. Well, melatonin is something that's in your body. Yeah, right? it's not that's fine. I mean I'm not taking anything. I'm sure the that like, Adavan did help though. Oh, of course. That because relaxes I was you right? well, it it takes the edge off. Yeah, right? right. I don't take it Yeah. So. I only take it like as needed. I had it. I had it prescribed to me years ago because I was flying so much for like travel for work and stuff that suddenly I got like flight anxiety, which I didn't know was a thing you could just develop. Mm. Um, but I was flying so much that like I would get on a plane and then like the first hour I was fine. The second hour I would start to feel like um, I'm in a giant metal tube being hurled through the it, air. Yeah. yeah. Did you see this thing where they're now saying, there was an article somewhere, probably on Facebook or something stupid, but it was, uh, they're going to have planes that you can see the outside. No, that's not going to help. That will not help. Why don't you have boats that have (laughs) glass in the bottom and you can see what's underneath you? I mean, I can't, I don't want to see that. No, when we went to Kwajalein. Oh, gosh. In the Marshall Islands. Yeah, no, that means bears. I got a little... Anxious. I was on Ativan. I was
1: also anxious because I hit myself in the face with that 10 pound medicine ball. You sure did. And it hurt to fly because my jaw was kind of jammed. Yeah. And so it hurt. I didn't want to get back on the plane because I knew my head was going to hurt. That trip
0: was, that was a lot of That was of a lot
1: of flying. Um, Over open water. And then the landing strip was Oh, I was on a island. lot of
0: Ativan through all of those yeah. flights. I probably
1: yeah. should have asked you for one. I would have gladly shared. I was taking those giant ibuprofens.
0: Yes, I, yeah, every once in a while I have a flight where it just dawns on me what's actually happening. And And you can't think about it. You can't. You can't think about it at all because then. The other thing, too, is I don't really understand flight, right? Like, I understand it. I understand how the plane works. uh, It's speed, you know, force. Like, I get it. Lift, all that stuff, right? I mean, I get it enough to be a person who's like dabbled in the sciences i don't know but you know what i mean like i know enough but when i start to really think about it i'm like where's the fuel oh well
1: kelly you that could be because you obsess over certain yeah sure 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 yeah yeah i mean we all kind of do that but yeah you kind of put that in your subconscious and go well this is how i'm going to get to point
0: a to point b so if i overthink it I never get anywhere. Well, you know me too. I don't like, I'm very claustrophobic as well. So, like, suddenly the plane, why are you laughing so hard? Because you're like, I'm also claustrophobic. I would also like to add to the list for those of you keeping score at home. I know this, it's so weird. How did I make it so many years in the comedy world hiding all of this stuff, right? Like, I
1: I essentially tell everybody everything, but it was funny when you actually
0: found out and I was like well, I'm not surprised yeah it's funny I uh now that I and now it's freeing right cause I've kept it hidden for so many years that like right. and you're not alone there's no so I'm not alone people. and it's normal and like I just think it's so funny that now that now that cat's out of the bag I'm like oh and also <laughs> and, and also one how? time and also and there's a <laughs> file and so yeah and also did you know and I count what alright yeah, yeah it's a lot alright Yep. we should probably get to the top yeah we're good we're doing good on time
1: um, yeah no yeah this is a good one this is one that it's your I, turn go ahead it is my turn i've wanted to talk about this one for a while because it's been on all the ghost shows and it's you know october so sure it is apropos appropriate yeah that we're talking about it now and i want to actually go to this location and it's okay. not in new england great uh it's in st louis so we have to fly there Right, I'm but cool. I've never been to St. Louis. Yeah, it looks like a fun time. It's the Lemp Mansion. You ever heard of it? Keep going. Mm-hmm. So the Lemp Mansion is one of the most ten most haunted area uh, locations in America. Is there a weston close by that we can stay at
0: when we? Oh, go we there? can stay
1: at the Lemp Mansion, Kelly. You can. We, we will get to that. Sure. It is now a bed and breakfast, and they do comedy and entertainment.
0: There. Oh, do they really?
1: They do comedy. We'll get to that. I want to. Okay. Do, okay. Wanna, sorry. No, I want to tell the history of this. Go uh, ahead. The location first. Everybody's all ears. Then we can talk about um, what you can book there because it's kind of hilarious. Okay. And um, there's also things that have been in some kind of some movies that actually refer to some of the hauntings in this place. So, the Lemp Mansion is mm-hmm. said to be one of the ten most haunted places in America. It's in St. Louis, Missouri, and continues to play host to the tragic Lemp family. Over the years, the mansion was transformed from the stately home of millionaires to office space, decaying into a run-down boarding house, and finally restored to its current state as a fine dinner theater, restaurant, and bed and breakfast. I mean, Missouri, right? Yeah. Is known for their dinner theater. Well, they are. (laughs) (laughs) And... The people that started, uh, it'll make sense okay, why the Lemp Mansion is here. So, um, the Lemp family began with jo- Johann Adam Lemp, who arrived in St. Louis from Germany okay. right, in 1838. He built a small grocery store. Um, I don't think we need to say what a grocery store But he had a small grocery store where he, he sold common household items, groceries, and he made homemade beer. Okay. So then, the light golden lager which was new to america because it's german well because the beer here was his first diet lager go ahead right so he made lager and it was a welcome change from the darker beers that were acidic at the time okay the recipe handed down by his father was so popular that just two years later he gave up the grocery store and built a small brewery oh in 1840 at a point close to where the germany the gateway arch stands today not germany this is really small um, you got your specs on. Yeah. So Lemp first sold his beer to a pub that was attached to the brewery, introducing St. Louis to the first lager. Before long, Lemp found that the brewery was too small to handle both production and storage and found a limestone cave. No. Yep. <laughs> south of the city limits. The cave, which was located at the present day corner of Cherokee and De Merrill Place, that's only relative if you know St. Louis could be kept cool by chopping ice from the nearby Mississippi River and depositing it inside, providing perfect conditions for the lagering process to run its course. Lemp's Western Brewing Company continued to prosper, and by the 1850s was one of the largest in the city. In 1858, the beer catapulted, captured first place at the annual St. Louis Fair. So couple things. Yeah. Limestone Cave. Right. Which we know conducts. Spirit has been known to yeah. conduct spirits and water, so you've got
0: a brewery with a limestone cave and water. You're like asking for a vortex, right? Also, also, caves, clowns, go on. <laughs> there's the <no> clowns. But, <laughs> but I was, <laughs> I was thinking the whole time you're talking. Well, if there's Louis a clown is... in this story, <laughs> I'm leaving. So he's an
1: immigrant from Germany. He comes and he brings this awesome beer. People are like, this beer is fucking great. And he makes a shitload of money and starts this brewing company with all the great conditions to brew this. So he's a millionaire by the time of his death. Wow. And he died in 1862. And his son William began a major expansion of the brewery because they're millionaires at this point. He purchased a five block area around the storage house. Um, above the lager and caves, and in 1864, a new plant was complete at Cherokee Street. And it doesn't matter because <laughs> they were continually expanding to meet the product demand. The brewer eventually covered five city blocks. So, this is like the first, yeah, it's like a giant brewery okay. in America. I have a sip of water, yeah. By the 1870s, the Lemp family symbolized both wealth and power as the Lemp Brewery controlled the St. Louis beer market, a position it maintained until prohibition. Okay. In 1868, Jacob Feichert, William Lemp's father-in-law, built a house of short distance from the Lemp Brewery. In 1876, William Lemp purchased it for his family, utilizing it as both a residence and an auxiliary office. While the home was already impressive... Lemp immediately began renovating and expanding the 33-room house into a Victorian show place. This is a big place. Okay. 33 rooms.
0: From the mansion, a ton Wait, of- I have a question. So is the money just coming from this business that he's building? He's
1: built a five-block brewery. Okay. So he's like the major brewer in okay. St. Louis. St. Louis is known for its breweries. Right. Um... So he's expanded it to the point Shady where it's five blocks long. <laughs> from the mansion, a tunnel was built from the basement through the caves to the brewery. This, I think, is where they ran into trouble because of the limestone caves, the water. Now it's connected to the house through the caves. You're letting energy flow. Right. Yeah. When mechanical... Please hold.
0: Please stand by. Yeah, because... While you're finding your place, I'm just going to tell our listeners that I'm at Carolyn's apartment. Carolyn and I used to be roommates. <laughs> She's looking for a place. I'm going to share this story with you, and I'll put a picture of this on our Instagram. Um, there is a cat keychain <laughs> that is a cat that's like rolled up like you'd find on the back of a chair or a couch. Um, and we I don't even remember where this keychain came from. You gave it to me. Did I give it to you? Yes. You put it on my bed and scared oh, me. Oh, yeah. I put it on your bed. And because I got it somewhere, probably on the road somewhere stupid or whatever. So this has been in our family, our, our comedy sisterhood, <laughs> our comedy sister family. It's creepy. Um, for many years. And I just looked over and there it is sitting <sighs> on top of a you. pile of books. Just looking at me like, "Hello, Kelly. (laughs) Hello, Kitty. Hello, Kitty." That's what we used to say. And then when we lived together as roommates, we would hide at places in the house. It's not creepy. It's just he does look angry. Okay, go on. Did you find your place? Well, sort
1: of. So the the this mansion was so big, Kelly, that it had an oasis underneath that had a large concrete swimming pool with hot water that they piped in from the brewery boiling house. So now they're connecting the brewery to the house through these. And they're
0: swimming in a pool. So they have a
1: heated pool in their basement in the cave. I hate it. And a bowling alley. And they had a theater that was accessible from Cherokee Street, which is one of the streets that the brewery is built on. Now, which year is this? What year? This is the 1870s. Okay, so late 1800s. Go on. So by the middle of the 1880s, the Lemp Brewery gained a national presence after introducing the popular Falstaff. though people remember Falstaff beer. Um, which is still brewed today by another company The Lemp Western Brewery is the first brewer to establish coast-to-coast distribution of its beer At the same time he was building his own business empire William Sr. also helped Pabst, as in PBR, yeah. Pabst Blue Ribbon, Anheuser, and Bush get started So this guy was like the godfather of yeah. beer And then started helped all these other companies get started Okay. In the midst of this success, the Lemp family experienced the first of many tragedies when Frederick Lemp, William Senior's favorite son in Freddie heir- Lemp, <laughs> Freddie not Lemp, 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 an heir apparent, died in 1901 at the age of 28. Frederick, who was never, who had never been in extremely good health, died of heart failure. The devastated William Lemp was never the same. Beginning a slow withdrawal, he was rarely seen in public after his son's death. On January 1st, 1904, because now we're at the turn of the century, William's closest friend, Frederick Pabst, also died, leaving William indifferent to the details of running the brewery. Though he still arrived at the office each day, he was nervous and unsettled. His physical and mental health began to decline, and on February 13th, 1904, he shot himself in the head with a thirty-eight caliber Smith & Wesson. Where? Uh, We don't know that yet. Uh, It's in another.
0: Okay. Another I just there. didn't know if he was in, like, the brewery or the house or by the pool. right? Or, like, yeah. I'll get to that because okay. it's in one of these other ones. Oh, boy. All right. there uh, we go.
1: William Lemp Jr. took over as the new president of the William J. Lemp Brewing Company, inheriting the family business and a vast fortune. He and his wife Lillian began to spend the inheritance. Because this guy's a douchebag, which we'll get to. Okay. Filling the house with servants, the pair spent a huge amount on carriages, clothing, and art. So Lillian, this guy, William Lemp the second, yeah, is a douchebag.
0: So the original Lemp he
1: killed was nice. himself. He was nice. He built the, the, this empire in beer. And then his he ended up killing himself. His best friend was Paps. He died. He, his son died of heart failure, and he didn't really want to be around anymore, so he took himself. So he took out. his own life. Okay. So then his son, the douchebag, um, he inherits the, all the fortune and everything and starts running the heart. The brewery and his wife Lillian was a beautiful woman who came from a wealthy family. So he's married into a wealthy family. Okay. So they married in 1899, and William J. Lemp III was born on September 26, 1900. Before long, Lillian became known as the Lavender Lady because of her fondness for the color. Okay. In addition to her lavender attire and accessories, she wanted to be the center of attention. She wore lavender wherever she went. Um, she went so far as to have her carriage horses' harnesses dyed lavender. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. So we're in a second generation situation here. This is William J. Lemp, the okay. second. So okay. he's the second. Yep. He's Dad like, builds an empire, takes his own life.
1: This is the kid. This is the kid who inherits it. And he's a kid who came, grew up with money. and right. he's, he's a dink, basically. So he began to tire of his wife. Fair. Beautiful wife, and he demanded that she must spend her time shopping. <laughs> that's so, what it says? Yeah. Allotting her a thousand dollars a day. This is in
0: nineteen. Yeah, that's a lot in nineteen. He gave
1: her an ultimatum that if she didn't spend it she would get no more. So this guy's a dink. I mean it gets worse. In the meantime, Will was busy running the brewery during the day and pursuing all manner of decadent activities during the night.
0: Ooh, what does that mean in 1904?
1: Oh, they tell you. Great. Holding lavish parties in the caves below the mansion. Yeah. He would bring in numerous prostitutes for the entertainment of his friends, enjoying the swimming pool, the bowling alley, and the free-flowing beer. His friends who attended these lavish evenings were known to enjoy a high time in the earth below. So basically, he's running. He's a dick. He's a Kennedy. I don't even think he's a Kennedy. No, he's yeah. worse than a Kennedy. Yeah, he's he's just—he's he's... ugh—he's uh, the worst of the worst. So Will's shenanigans—that's what they call it—shenanigans. Oh, his shenanigans. Yeah, his shenanigans called up, <laughs> caught up with him when he sired a son with a woman other than his wife. Uh. I don't know if I'd call that shenanigans, and I don't know if I'd say sired. But yeah, you that, know what that, happened? He that got does him some... remind
0: me of like lions or dogs. Yeah. yeah. So he
1: gets himself into some trouble. Yeah. Today, there's no documentation that this boy existed. However, rumors that this boy was hidden in the mansion attic for (gasps) his entire lifetime have been prevalent over the years. No. Oh, yeah. According to the St. Louis historian, Joe Gibbons, when he interviewed a former nanny and a chauffeur who worked at the mansion long ago, both of them verified that the boy did exist and was housed in the attic quarters that also housed the servant's room, spawned from Will's philandering with either one of the many prostitutes or a mansion servant, mm. the boy was born with Down syndrome. Okay. A total embarrassment to the family. At the time. At the I, time. I just yeah. want to say that yeah. this is not my opinion. No. At the time, if anybody was born with any disfigurement or or condition that people didn't understand, they often had a room in these Victorian mansions that they called the disappointments room. And there's actually a horror movie called that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, with um what's her name from Serendipity? Yeah. Um, So this is not out of the ordinary that this would happen. The fact that he's paying for this child, he's still a douchebag, but he could have just completely denied him. But instead he makes this kid live in the attic and not have a normal life, which is also pretty shitty. Yeah. So a total embarrassment to the family. The boy was hidden away in the world in order to cloak the lamp's shame. Known today, and this again is what they called him at the time, and this is one of the hauntings that has been confirmed. They called him the monkey face boy. And that's because he had Down syndrome. I would never say that. Right. This is what he became known as because at the time. In 1904. In 1904. Yes. Or 19- this it must unfortunate be 1905 soul now. continues to show his face in the mansion. So this poor kid was born out of wedlock. His father's a dick. Yeah. He makes him live with the servants in a room and barely leave. Okay. And so he's one of the people that is documented that people see and he shows up and haunts this mansion. Well, yeah. And asks people to play with him. Aww. Which is horrible. Like I would totally play with this kid.
0: Of course. I mean I would uh, be scared to death because he's he is an entity.
1: Well, and he's also special needs, so he may not even understand that he's dead. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's he's a ghost that's dealing with not even understanding well why. he's never been
0: outside these walls either, right, yeah, so
1: he may not ever move on because he doesn't he doesn't know what's out there,
0: right. you never know, and it wouldn't know anything else. Um, is this a photo of it? This is the lemp
1: mansion. we will put
0: it on our instagram,
1: and the lemp family there's a lot there's a lot more that happened that we're gonna get to. um, it just wasn't in this is actually the Lemp mansion website where you oh. can stay and go to dinner theater. Oh,
0: thanks, I'm okay.
1: So they're doing their ghost tours right now. Mm. Most Monday nights year round at seven PM, twenty five dollars for a person. You can go on the um, ghost hunting
0: tour. Okay. And see the paranormal activity. Do you go to the do they take you down into these uh the pool area? I am the assuming alleys? there's a
1: Halloween bash on October twenty seventh on Saturday. I'm busy. With live bands at the Lump Mansion. Um this is what got to me. There are so many events that they have that are listed on their website. Lay on me. A comedy mystery dinner. Oh. Which sounds interesting. The Lemp Experience, Jeez. which I'm not sure what that is. A Haunted History hookers, Tours I with bet. Betsy Belanger. I don't okay. know who Betsy is, but yeah. she probably knows what she's talking about. Halloween Trivia Night at the Lemp Mansion. Okay. Edgar Allan Poe is interpreted by Ann Louise Williams. <laughs> Spoken word at... The Lemp Mansion. I mean I mean they're doing everything. Okay. The Lemp Mansion Halloween Bash that I just mentioned. Okay. Thanksgiving. If you want to have Thanksgiving at the Lemp Mansion. sure. Charles Dick Dickens, as interpreted by ann Louise Williams, a family
0: Christmas tree. We tradition. need to find out who Anne Louise Williams is. Yeah, immediately. I didn't look her up. New
1: Year's Eve at the Lemp Mansion. Okay. Because you want to be there during the witching hour. Yeah. Rock and roll New Year's Eve at Lemp's Grand Hall. Oh wow. New Year's Eve Comedy Mystery Dinner Theater. They've put everything together. That, that Yeah. One. And then in 2019, they're having some stuff that sounds normal. Again, this is a haunted mansion. Just want to point that out. Okay. But in 2019, if you want to go to the Winter Food Tasting and Bridal Open House, that's happening. So you can get married at the Lemp Mansion, apparently. Yeah, there is a Mardi Gras brunch. Fun. Uh, Valentine's dinner. <laughs> Easter dinner. Spring trivia. Mother's Day at the mansion, yeah, uh, my fest a celebration of spring, a summer food testing and bridal open house, uh-huh Father's day, and I don't know exactly what this is, but it, I thought it it should be mentioned, Boogaloo at the Lent mansion, huh, you couldn't click on it, well, I can't now because I didn't, yeah,
0: we'll have to look that up and do it, but a this is on the left. Up.
1: we can put this website on our um the Lent mansion and it, it is hilarious because. I mean, it's a haunted mansion, and they're using it
0: as a space. I'm pretty – I'm always fascinated, right, when there's places that lean into their hauntings. So a few episodes ago, we talked about how I'm going to Wisconsin to play the Oshkosh, the Grand, and I follow them on Instagram, and I just saw this this week that they are promoting for Halloween, you can do the haunted experience at the Grand – in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And I'm like, there are some places they don't want you to know they're haunted. They don't talk about but it. And then there's other places. On it. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Lizzie Borden just a little while ago, and they've got like the hatchet blood cookies. And like, I mean, it's, I think it's great. If you're haunted and you can't get rid of it or you don't want to because you, you love this stuff, yeah, do a Boogaloo night, whatever that means. I know. I want to yeah. look that up. All right, go ahead. Okay. So we talked about.
1: Frederick Lemp, who died, and then his father took his own life, William J. Lemp. Yep. Then William Lemp Jr. takes over. Yep. He has these lavish parties. His wife um, has to shop, and he has a child out of wedlock who yes. is supposedly one of the hauntings that happens. Right. But that's not the only tragedy that happened to his family. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Yeah. So tragedy continued to stop Lemp's. Um, the brewery's fortune continued to decline until Prohibition, when, on 1919, they closed the plant permanently. William Jr.'s sister Elsa, who was considered the wealthiest heiress in St. Louis, committed suicide in 1920. On June 28, 1922, the magnificent lent Brewery, which had once been valued at seven million dollars, you're talking in yeah. 1900s. That's crazy. And covered ten city blocks now, so it's doubled in size. Yeah. Was sold at auction at to International Shoe Company for five hundred eighty eight thousand dollars and five five eighty eight five 500, zero zero. You figure it out. Although most of the companies like half a million. Although most well, of the company if it's valued at seven point four is it being This is in nineteen twenty two. It had once been valued at seven oh, okay. million and now everything's been liquidated. Yeah, we're like going into the yeah. Although yeah. most of the company's assets were liquidated, the Lemp's continued to have an almost morbid attachment to the family ma- mansion. After presiding over the sale of the brewery, William J. Lemp Jr. shot himself in the same building where his father died 18 years earlier. So he, he did kill himself
0: in the brewery somewhere or in the buildings that they owned. His
1: son, William Lemp III, his legitimate son, was 42 when he died of a heart attack in 1943. Okay. So now you're talking... The dad, the sister, the son. Yeah. Um, and the son. Well, yeah, and then and then the other son. William Jr.'s brother Charles continued to reside at the house after his brother's suicide. An extremely bitter man, Charles led a reclusive existence in he, until he too died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. These people like to. The body was discovered by his brother Edwin. In 1970, Edwin Lemp died of natural causes at the age of 90. Wow. So these are some of the hauntings. Um, oh, that's not on this one. I like to be more prepared. It's fine. <laughs> um, Our listeners don't
0: care, do you? You really don't. You're fine.
1: Okay, so this has been, this is one of the ten most haunted places in America. So it's been featured on Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Um, which is TAP's. The yeah. Atlantic Paranormal Society, who we love, Jayce, yeah. Jason Grant, we love them, um, etc. They're rotor rooter, yes. <laughs> they turn into ghost hunters, yeah. So God, hi, they're ghost hunters. <laughs> so they, um, what they documented.
0: Yes. So
1: they tell you in this the, the, the feeling of uneasiness and being watched. The bar, meanwhile, was once the bedroom of Charles Lemp, who shot his dog before killing himself. Oh. People claim they always see him throughout the house with his pet by his side. In the atrium, once Julia Lemp's sitting room, people have seen animals. Chairs move around, seemingly by themselves, and at one time a chair refused to move when someone tried to pull it out. In the basement, which was once a wine cellar, people have been locked in inexplicably. Witnesses say they felt people staring at them. In the attic, some have seen shadows and noticed a gentleman that carries a particular odor. There are so many reports of activity that the team had to install several cameras and cover many rooms. Uh, Then they tell you the attic had a creepy feel. Then again, it's an attic. Yeah. Um, An entity began communicating with the two via K2 in ways not often seen. While Grant is talking, the entity near the chair, Jay sees a shadow across the other door. This is what was documented from the show. Downstairs in the office two of the other team members heard a strange groan and note an extremely high EMF reading
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: people come into the mansion having heard it it was haunted but notes that some of the noises could just be old house sounds (laughs) probably not a groan um (sighs) then there's a smell that, that, that comes
0: um around um I mean, it is an old brewery, too, so I'm sure there's, like... Yeah. And it sounds really damp.
1: Yeah, because if you have... Do you know what I mean? Well, caves and all that stuff.
0: caves and running water and, like, you're accessing the caves and then making them bigger and connecting them. Like, I bet it's really musty and damp. Oh, Betsy
1: Burnett Belanger is the current owner. Remember her name came up earlier?
0: Oh, yeah. She's the one who does all the... She was doing the... Interpretive Edgar Allan Poe night and so on. (laughs)
1: So it was also featured on Ghost Adventures. Oh yeah. Which you also may know is with Zach, the buff guy, who always yes. challenges ghosts. Like he's gonna get in a Come bar- on. Yeah, like he's gonna get yeah. in a bar fight with them. Zach, we get it, you're cut. Yeah. You could even And t- he seems like he'd be a meathead, but he's actually not. Yeah. Um So
0: I'm trying to there's more information. Like, like I want a, to see pictures of like the bowling alley and the, I'm sure yeah. we can find that online. Well, they're all on the. Yeah.
1: Here's the history
0: of the manifestation. Bah, bah,
1: bah. Uh.
0: While Carolyn finds her place, I just mm-hmm. want to tell you that she's wearing a sweatshirt tonight with a goat on it. It's that, goat gear. I get it. Goat gear that has a number 12 on it. On a goat. F- on a goat. It's a Trom Brady sweatshirt. Yep.
1: What else do you know? Well, these are the manifestations. Uh, People hear footfalls all over the mansion and knocking on walls. Okay. Um, When it was being renovated in 1975, the workmen reported paranormal occurrences. Not only did they have supervision from the owners and on-site supervisors, but they had some cranky, anxious entities micromanaging their efforts. Not at all sure if this assembly on... Wrath living could be trusted. What the fuck?
0: Uh, Slamming doors, ghostly noises. So, all your normal shit. Yeah, you feel nervous, you feel uncomfortable. I always wonder, like, how much of that is story, right? The story makes you feel nervous, so you, like, feel uncomfortable or feel nervous. This is the one that's heartbreaking, though. The one that the kid that the illegitimate
1: son, people see him in the attic and on the third floor, and he asks people, come
0: play with me. How many times has that happened? A lot.
1: Cause they, they the the that's like one of the biggest ones. People on the street have seen little a little boy that little boy with Down syndrome peeking out of the windows in the attic. Oh my gosh. Paranormal investigators have left toys in the attic bedroom in a marked spot and when they come back the toy is always found in another part of the room. That makes sense. Uh, another paranormal investigator felt something tugging on his hair in the attic hallway. Um, Just outside the door, there's a main stairway where people have heard fast running and footsteps on the stairs and the sounds of someone kicking in a door. Mm. Perhaps when Charles Charles Lemp shot himself in his second floor bedroom, a servant ran up the steps and had to kick in down the door to get to him. Oh, boy. Video of orbs, a feeling of being watched. In the back stairway, the panting of a dog and the clicking of his nails and the dragging of his chain can be heard on the stairway. Oh,
0: so I wonder if the- in the William Lemp oh, yeah. suite, a
1: white apparition of an older gentleman was seen with two-inch beard in the sitting room by the window near the sliding door, which leads to the bedroom. A presence was felt near the mirror in a large clothes closet, a freestanding antique. And then there's the lavender lavender lady suite, where there's a strong sense of lavender. And the the piano on the first floor is played.
0: The place is busy.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like well, there's been four suicides there. Yeah. Or at least three suicides and some deaths. I
0: wonder if there's a history of mental illness in this family.
1: Well, that's what I would... See, that would be my question. Like, is it the house that's making these people do these things because yeah. of the limestone and the conductive of the water? Or is there a history of mental illness that
0: just makes these people... Right. Or is it simply the first guy killed himself and then haunted the house Well, the son and died... drove them mad?
1: Well, the... the The father, I think, was just um, distraught. Yeah. He was devastated. And they said he never recovered because it was his first son. And then his best friend died right after that. So he shot himself in his bedroom. Yeah. And then two years later, his wife dies of cancer in the same bedroom.
0: So that's... Yeah, it's a lot of deaths deaths in in one one
1: bedroom, And then Prohibition hits, and their non-beer alternative Servo, which was unsuccessful then their business folded because their business was beer. Right. They started like other companies like Anheuser-Busch started making soda. Right. And other things, and they were able to sustain
0: prohibition. So this is always fascinating to me. This says, it is thought, and I don't have my glasses on, it is thought that five or six members of the Lemp family, an an, an unknown entity in the basement, and a dog still call the place home. Yeah. Being really pleased what, being really pleased what the owners have done in restoring the mansion, with the exception of the group in the the grump in the basement. Like, what? That's probably Charles, the one who was the last to die Yeah, she was kind of a dick. Um, they willingly and cheerfully share their mansion and their rooms with guests, staff, and even ghost investigators. Huh.
1: So Unown- then William's unknown. daughter Elsa sh- shot herself in 1920. Yeah. Not in the mansion. Right. But then... Billy's son, William III, had a heart attack in 1943. Hmm. So there's at least four family members that yeah. died in the house, and then the ones that actually lived out their days. And you want to go here? Yes, because. Yeah. Because, I mean.
0: You're going to have to have a really good, convincing story for me to want to go stay there. Just so you know. About that.
1: There's a, a website that I found that sells it. Pretty well. Yeah, as well a place to
0: say. Like a bed and breakfast. I don't
1: remember which
0: one it is. I don't know. So far not so good. That's a lot of haunted I mean
1: that's a lot of factors to make it the most haunted place. I mean you've got all those deaths. Yep. Um, this is the guy that, I mean, this guy was just into debauchery, so he's bringing in a bad karma. Yeah. Um, and he has a child out of wedlock that doesn't, he doesn't let see daylight. He doesn't sound like a good person. He sounds like a real asshole, to be honest. Um, but it's a beautiful, I mean, it's a beautiful location. Yeah. Creepy, but beautiful. And I don't really think that the, the patriarch of the family wanted to you know he was just distraught i can't find it now but there was this one it was like come stay at the Lemp mansion <laughs> and i was
0: like it's not disney world well to them maybe was it on their own website i think so which is hilarious the Lemp mansion um
1: but i mean it was at the- I don't remember. Where, I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's probably hauntings the
0: plenty at the Lemp Mansion. Was, I don't know if I'd want to get married at the Lemp Mansion. I don't. Do you think, know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like you're taking your wedding pictures and there's ghosts in it. Well, or orbs
0: everywhere. I've never been to St. Louis. That's what I mean. Like I'd like to go to St. Louis. Like I've, I was
1: talking to a friend of mine who's a comic, and he was in St. Louis, and I go, "You should go to the Lemp Mansion." And he's like, "What is that?" And right. Like, of course, I was like, "Well." It's one of the most haunted
0: places in the world. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would want to. I'm always interested when people. Oh, it's this one. Okay.
1: It doesn't. It gives you the. If you go to hauntedtravelusa.com. Yeah,
0: that's a great website.
1: Yeah. You can just look up haunted places (laughs) and like book your trip. And it tells you all about, you know what's the haunting and this is what happened here and it didn't all print out but um what did it say basically it's basically selling you on the haunted points like what you were looking for like a regular hotel does like at this hotel the amenities are at this hotel it has the these hauntings and you may experience this and it was hilarious but i didn't print it out it's
0: okay um if you say that website again it's um It's um, hauntedtravelusa.com. Yeah, it's like an actual, so like on a regular hotel website, like an Expedia or something, it might be like amenities include uh, small refrigerator in room, small coffee maker (laughs) appliance, iron, (laughs) cable television. This one might be small children laughing. (laughs) Well, and also it's on TripAdvisor. Yeah. So and I was gonna
1: print. Out, I didn't have time. I love Tripadvisor. I was gonna print out some of those because they're usually hilarious. Yeah. But it also prints out like eighty pages. I love Tripadvisor reviews for haunted yeah. places. So if you check out Tripadvisor and put in Lemp Mansion, there was a whole bunch of stuff, which is hilarious from people. But it's they call it the Lemp Mansion Restaurant and Inn. Yeah. Like and I get that they're use utilizing it to, um, but like here's a twim, a tweet about the Lemp Mansion. You can follow it at the Lemp Mansion. And it says, it's coming. The Bash. Got tickets? <laughs> Hashtag STL. Hashtag Halloween. Hashtag it's from Ghost to Ghost Limp Mansion dot com slash bash dot I mean, they're really... Yeah. They're really selling it. And honestly, Maybe they throw
0: a good party.
1: Well, maybe... I know. I mean, they have Comedy Mystery Theater.
0: That's gonna be like... Um, mystery murder theater like they do that all in big cities all the time yeah and that would be a fun place to do it right because you could like really lean in yeah
1: so i guess that's it and and my question is because the first death was a heart attack yeah um so that's something that's been known that locations can cause actual bodies to break down and have heart issues right. and mental issues. So is it the house? I don't know. That's make or is it this family? Like Yeah, this family is seems it,
0: pretty disjointed. Is it the tragedy? But that's a lot of suicides, like that's a lot and for one family? For one family. Although if they if you don't recover, right, from the first one, then that makes sense that like
1: Yeah. The first death was not a suicide, but then the father committed suicide. Then um, his best friend died. Then his daughter committed suicide, yep. in, but not at the house. Then his son, who was such a debauchery, yeah. who had the child out of wedlock, he committed suicide. Where's the mom
0: during all this? Um, oh, she died of She died of cancer, died of cancer right. in the same bedroom where the yeah, guy Yeah, maybe they just himself. couldn't handle it, you or know Or maybe I mean? it
1: was the house. It was one of those things where I would love to know the insight into... Like, I would love to know if... Number one, the limestone caves had anything to do with the energy because that Mm -hmm. can conduct spirits and things like that. I think that's why this one's fascinating to me because I mean, it's awful. It's an awful story. Yeah. It's a triumphant story at points. Like, look, he came from Germany and built this giant business that he started from scratch in his grocery store. Lamp. And brought lager. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy a nice lager. Um. Every now and again. So thank you for bringing lager and not just having right coca beer in the uh <laughs> here in the United States and helping Anheuser Bush and if you're a PBR fan get PBR yeah. off you know like your buddy Paps your buddy Paps.
0: So, I mean that part is like yeah he's definitely self-made and that's always interesting. I always feel like those people are so tormented, right? Like yeah. it's a lot fast. Well. The original guy wasn't that fast. He built it. Well, I mean, that's a lot of wealth, though.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of wealth to gain in a small amount of time, and then Prohibition hit. Yeah, and um, he didn't
0: experience that. He was gone by then. But interesting. um, Well, you can stay there, and I will stay at a Hampton Inn. Well, you could even just go. I mean, we can just go there for dinner and then leave. But I just
1: think it would be cool to check it out, and I've always wanted to go to San uh, St. Louis.
0: Yeah, I've never been to St. Louis. Yeah. Um, I would like to just see I love uh old mansions, so I would yeah. love to see like the caves and I'm and sure you get to see all that I'm sure. And they've yeah. restored it. They've restored
1: it back to its its whole thing, so cool.
0: All right, that was a good one. Lots of hauntings. There's so much haunted shit everywhere.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Well, I've always wanted to go to Gettysburg, too. Yeah.
1: And same. that's also one of the most haunted locations because of how bloody that battle was. Yeah. But not only that, we've talked about this before. They used homes for like makeshift hospitals, yeah, hospitals. and stuff. So a lot of bodies. Yeah. You know, people died. Their souls left their bodies. Yep. And, and that's got to leave some sort of energy That'll leave the mark. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> um, we're getting some interesting, uh, inquiries through our Facebook page too, which is really really cool. So, uh, if you know of a haunted place or you have a haunted place or you've yeah, been to a, a haunted place, place that we could check out, that's local. Yeah, or if you have an experience that you want to share, we will start doing guests on this podcast at Eventually. some point. We wanted to kind of give you an idea of who we are and our style. You're welcome. Yeah, and <laughs> then uh, yeah, we we have so we have some friends who also have some experiences so keep those messages coming we really really appreciate that and thank you to everyone who's been liking and listening and sharing and telling people about our podcast we really appreciate it and we'll keep talking about all the stuff yeah Yeah. and we're hoping to go to a location well we do Uh, have we have a trip coming up in a few weeks um so that'll be interesting and we'll be able to report back we're also going to go see the lizzie borden movie um, that just came out. Carolyn's kind of not into it. I'm, I'm into it. I think it'll be Well, cool. I'm
1: into it, but the theory that they are, I think doing. it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it. I am keep an open mind.
0: I'm actually into going to see Halloween. The movie? Yeah. With, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Really? Yeah, those movies don't scare me. <laughs> You'll, okay.
1: <laughs> we gotta address this quickly. What? Uh, you will go see a slasher Yeah, that doesn't scare movie. me. Sure, sure, sure. Like
0: saw? Yeah. No, I don't like saw. That's yeah. just dumb. That's well, just the blood Halloween and movie. guns. Yeah, but it's you possessions. I don't like the possessed. Well, nobody likes devil. to be possessed. No, nobody
1: wants that. Actually, I was watching my favorite, one of my favorite shows, Expedition yes. Unknown. Yeah. And they're doing um, a four-part series. I think it's four parts, but they're doing a series on the afterlife. Yeah. And so they were talking to a priest because one of the things they did is they. Um, they actually got a priest to let them come to an exorcism. Oh, how fun! And they filmed uh, it. Who would do that? Well, they filmed it, and you know they kept an open mind. But they had another priest on the after show that they brought up Annabelle because nope. someone asked the question from his crew. No,
0: nope. can
1: objects. Be possessed, and he said, "Absolutely." He's a priest that does exorcism. No, it's true. You would have fainted listening to
0: him talk about I've said that all along. I listen. I went away. But it's fascinating. I did shows over the weekend. Yep. I came home, and I walked in the house on Sunday. Flew home, and uh, got picked up at the airport by my uh, wonderful partner and husband, Eric. He brings me home. I walk in the house, and he has purchased a piece of furniture from the Facebook marketplace and it's sitting in the kitchen. What is it? It's a nightstand. Oh, nice. And No, not nice. You don't, (laughs) no, no. I said, did you, you know, before you- Did you cleanse it? No, but I asked, (laughs) I was like, did you look at it? Did you ask where they got it? Did you find out who had it? Why are they selling it? Like, I know that that seems crazy and extreme and even to me, hearing myself say it out loud, you know, this seems like a lot of questions. There's no Carfax for furniture. No, However, it is a concern, but I think yes. I think if you are experiencing things, then you'd delve into it more. I don't know. Have you had anything happen since oh, you don't? No, I I mean, I've only been in the house with it for 3 days, but um yeah, I, I mean, these things take time. It's the element of I surprise. I just think it's
1: funny that you
0: you have a hard stop at certain things. I do. And
1: I I mean, no one wants to be possessed. I I, I don't. But that fascinates me. I, fascinates me. Well, then you are that it can happen. I don't want it to happen to me, obviously. No, and you know, religion and I are are not mm. super tight anymore. But um, I believe it can happen. I believe that it exists, and, and I, I don't can't even ever think want about to experience it. it but yeah. It They're doing everything on this this series. They're showing other ways that people um, g- believe in the afterlife, like Hinduism, yeah. Buddhism, um, being Jewish, being Catholic, being um, yeah, just regular congregational type things. So they're they're covering everything, right?
0: And showing these different practices in different parts. It's fascinating. Right. Fascinating. I mean, it's not something that I. I mean, I think I would find all of that fascinating. I don't want to go to an exorcism or watch one on television. That doesn't do it for they me. They were just trying to show
1: that, because they're talking about heaven and yeah. hell. So they went to the, the mouth of hell, which is in uh, Turkey. Yeah. And it was an actual place that they used to sacrifice animals. Yes. And they showed that there's actually a crack in the earth. It's a fault line. And there is carbon dioxide just coming out of the earth. Yeah. So it makes the water yeah. um, all boil, and they... They, it must be a smell and like there is no smell it's no. It, there's no smell at all but they said it wasn't underwater when it was back oh. in the, the roman times or whatever yeah so they used to sacrifice animals and they proved that the gas is low to the ground so the animals would die because they were taking in the carbon dioxide um, but the priests that were bringing them in yeah were high enough that they weren't getting the big concentration of it so they would walk out and so people believed that this was actually hell because the animals died. Oh jeez. You know what I mean? And and that was a lot of yeah. religion and spiritualism right, was right. explained that way. So it was it's fascinating. Yeah. But we're getting off topic.
0: No, we're not. We're okay. This is totally on topic because you're right. I I do have like There's certain things that do a number on me and there are other things that I'm like, oh, okay. And
1: I wonder if there's something in your past that brought you to that point.
0: Really? That's how you want to leave this No, I don't mean that you were possessed, just something like you Thank you for saying that I wasn't. But like did you No, you don't Did you catch the exorcist when you were six Mm -hmm. and it it stayed with you? No, that's totally what it is. Can I just tell you? Because we my parents had the book and my My parents. parents had a den. And in this den were... Uh, the Kama Sutra. Uh, yes. No, they did. They had tons of books, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, the 70s. So they were all built-ins. My dad built these shelves and there were books, tons of books. So I would go into the den and I would look at the books. And I remember my mom told me what that book was at a very young age. And it stayed with me. And it freaked me out. And then it's the 70s. So there's a movie Right? And then I hear about this movie, and we got HBO back in old school when, like, you had to, like, get up from your seat and walk over the television and actually, like, push buttons and to get a different channel, you had to, like, change levels and all that stuff. And it was on HBO once, and I caught some of it, and it was Mm -hmm. just enough to, like, freak me out. That's... And I'm sensitive. Right. Right? So, not sensitive, like, I'm gonna cry. Sensitive as in, like, I you know i've had some experiences in my life that make me kind of think i don't want to know things i know Right. and so yeah it's just kind of like an well, interesting and honestly
1: that was one of the questions that they asked the priest that performs exorcisms when they're having their discussion I
0: don't feel they good said about this um no 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 they just yeah. said
1: you know we know about possession from what we see in hollywood right and they brought up the movie the exorcist and he said actually that it that can be what happens? He goes. It's pretty accurate, but that book was based on an actual exorcism, right? It's- which I got that book out of the. There's a book written about the exorcism that the movie is based on. Yeah. That William Peter Blatty based his um, stuff on. Yeah. And the woman at the library gave me the nastiest look. But I was. I just wanted to read. It's about a boy who was possessed in like yeah. the West. And I just wanted to read about it. Like, not because I'm, like, devil-worshipping...
0: No, crazy person. I just find it fascinating. Yeah, you're fascinated by that stuff. Yeah, and, and that shit freaks me out.
1: Oh, it freaks me out, too, but in, a, in like... A, but I
0: would love to watch Jamie Lee Curtis kick some ass <laughs> in Halloween. That seems fun. <laughs> Which makes you laugh for some because reason. it's funny that you... I, out of all the... All the movies out there, you want That's to see That's not scary Hollywood. to me, though. That's because he's not a ghost or goblin. He's, a like, a crazy person. He's a deranged person. He yeah, wears a, a mask that looks like William. Yeah, he, he's a deranged person. And guess what? Those are everywhere. That's less scary to me because it's, like, tangible. Like, turn on the news. So, Well, it's its one of those things we've all, we've also talked about in some of
1: the other podcasts is evil. Yeah. Like, there are some people, like Ted Bundy I bring up all the time because these soulless people that can do these awful things and people are like but he looks so normal and when i see him yeah i don't go well yeah on the surface he looks pretty normal
0: but if you look at his eyes there's there's something fucked up there you can't always see you can't always going on in there yeah i think like yeah. I mean, look, we we're, we're saving it for another time. This is a great conversation that we t- always seem to get on to because I think this is the bottom line, right? It's like um we when we were talking about having a podcast, we talked a lot about um we're both true crime buffs. Yeah. We love true crime. CSI. Oh my gosh, all the crime, right? 48 hours, Dateline, anything true crime. We love it, love right. it, love it. I listen to like a million true crime podcasts. Shout out to My Favorite Murder. Uh shout out to all of the good uh All of them. There's too many to list. Uh, However, we also thought this would be a deeper dive for us because it's something that we've kind of shared together for many, many years. And what I'm noticing now that we're recording podcasts weekly is that these conversations, they're a lot of crossover between true crime and just evil people who do really bad things and actual like evil entities and hauntings and paranormal that... That stuff is all connected. So I'm kind of psyched that we named our podcast the Frady Cat Podcast. Yeah. Anything that makes you feel frady. Everything that makes you feel afraid. Um, because it can be really anything. So yeah, I guess I do have different thresholds for different things. But I think everybody does. Well, and I think a lot of it comes
1: from where do we go? Yeah. When it's over. Right. So if ghosts exist, people are like, oh, well, I can just haunt people for the rest of my life, and I don't have to answer that question. Right. Or people that are super religious think that, you know, whatever religion you, you follow, yeah, their belief system, their tenets are, well, I get reincarnated, so I'll just come back and, and fix my mistakes from this life I just lived. Yeah. Or well, I'm going to go to heaven or hell, but I live my life according to the Bible, so I'm going to heaven. Right. You or that nirvana decision. or whatever you believe in. And right. it's like this paranormal stuff adds a wrench into all of that because it's like... It really does. Well, here's another avenue that, you know, might exist. But I don't think
0: we're supposed to know. I don't think we're supposed to know either. I think
1: some people are sensitive to that and they know because their part of the brain can comprehend it. Yeah. But I think... We're not necessarily supposed to know all this stuff right. until we move on to whatever happens next. And then I think you get those questions answered. Possibly.
0: Yeah. You would like this show Forever with Maya Rudolph. It's uh it's interesting and I don't even want to tell it's you about it. It's not the Judy Bloom book. It's not the Judy Bloom book forever, which everybody wanted to read because that one it was, all, and that book was also in my parents' den. Okay, <laughs> uh, show's coming up. Everything, uh, Carolyn Plummer. You can find it at dot com. Yes. What about me? Aren't you going to... Oh, and the- if you want to know where <laughs> Kelly's going to be, you can go to MacFarland.com. I don't know why it has to be so sarcastic when you I'm not being website. sarcastic. I don't know what you're saying. What are you ever talking about? Uh, we're going to keep cranking out these podcasts, and thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And, and when we actually go to one of these haunted locations, and I make Kelly go, um, mm. we will report back on whether she fainted. Yeah. And... If we had an experience. For sure. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to check out our Instagram at the Freedy Cat Podcast. And also our Facebook page, the Freedy Cat Podcast. The Freedy Cat Podcast. Yes, and keep those messages coming. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.